This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Friday, February 9th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Workers at an Indianapolis REI store will vote on whether to unionize Friday to potentially become the ninth store of the progressive outdoors retailer in the country to become a union shop with the United Food and Commercial Workers Local Union. Some of the workers' demands include consistent hours, competitive wages adjusted for inflation, improved communication, as well as health care, parental leave, and PTO adjustments. Danny Baldonado, a sales specialist at the Castleton location, said unionizing will hold REI to a higher standard. I personally am very excited for us to win this vote because, it's, again, it comes back to holding REI to that better standard that the Anderson family started in 1938. We want to be that most inclusive outdoor outfitter and educator. Washington-based REI has been seen as a more progressive figure within the retail landscape. REI has had two recent rounds of layoffs, 257 retail workers in October and 357 employees largely at its headquarters. CEO Eric Arts told workers January 25th that they expect lower revenues and a difficult year ahead. Under pressure from fellow Republicans, Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb on Friday announced he will deploy 50 Indiana National Guard soldiers to Texas's border with Mexico, effective immediately. He previously joined a dozen other governors at the border for a news conference, during which Texas Governor Greg Abbott promised to expand his border strategy. Abbott and a growing number of Republican governors say President Joe Biden's administration isn't doing enough to stern the flow of unauthorized migrants. Texas and the federal government are clashing over a recent U.S. A Supreme Court order on razor wire, access to a park along the border, and more. The state's economic development arm plans to host three national site selectors during NBA All-Star Weekend as part of a strategy focused on leveraging the event to elevate the state's business profile. The approach from the Indiana Economic Development Corporation is similar to those taken for prior events, such as the Indianapolis 500, the 2022 College Football Playoff National Championship game, and the 2021 NCAA Men's Basketball Final Four. In each instance, the group used the events and their related activities to woo business leaders in hopes of securing job and investment commitments across the state. For all of Indianapolis's efforts to create unique activities for fans at all price points, All-Star Weekend involves a large amount of corporate events, particularly with the All-Star Game itself. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Indiana's K-12 schools are spending more than state leaders expected on student textbooks, and some are still sending bills to students' families, prompting lawmakers to request additional information about what's being expensed. IIB's Alex Brown has more. The questioning comes a year after the General Assembly dedicated $160 million in the current state budget to eliminate textbook and curriculum fees for Hoosier families, starting with the current academic year. Based on the funds available in May 2023, the Indiana Department of Education estimated the per-student reimbursement amount to schools would be approximately $151. Based on spending in the current academic year, however, the actual per-student reimbursement came out to about $158. Still, IDO 
DOE data obtained by the Indiana Capital Chronicle shows the state reimbursed 395 traditional K-12 districts and charter schools, a total of about $159 million for the current academic year, about a million dollars below what was appropriated. What's not clear, though, is the amount each school actually spent on textbooks and other materials overall, or how much individual districts requested in reimbursements from the state. Indiana Secretary of Education Katie Jenner said the IDOE gave some schools more than they asked for, while other schools significantly increased their asks. After seeing those reimbursement numbers, Jenner emphasized that state officials want to, quote, better understand what we are spending on and whether schools should make more efficient decisions on curricular materials moving forward. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry joined other city officials and residents Thursday to begin the final neighborhood portion of a nearly two-decade-long effort to reduce the amount of combined sewage going in the city's rivers and provide relief from flooding concerns. Crews will work to connect the final 48-inch sewer pipe to the Three Rivers Protection and Overflow Reduction Tunnel, or 3R Port, Deep Rock Tunnel. The system is designed to collect and transport sewage from locations where Fort Wayne's combined sewer system might overflow during wet weather to the city sewage treatment plant. The U.S. Department of Defense has awarded a more than $155 million contract to a manufacturer in Jasper County. The contract for Rensselaer-based Talbert Manufacturing Incorporated calls for the production of semi-trailers for the U.S. Army. The DOD did not specify how many of the M872A4 flatbed semi-trailers will be produced. The 40-foot semi-trailers have the capacity to hold up to 34 tons. The DOD said the work locations and funding will be determined with each order. The contract is expected to be completed by January 31, 2028. Hoping to continue decreasing financial barriers, Vincennes University said this week it has renewed its Residential Opportunity Scholarship Program, which awards students living on campus. The program offers students $1,500 a year for those in residence halls. Apartments are not included. The university introduced the scholarship program in 2021 and gave $5,000 awards. Anderson University President John Pistol is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.